Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Shirts and Time. If you could do me a massive favour by following the podcast on Twitter and Instagram, at Shirts and Time Pod, that would be absolutely class. Also, can you please leave me a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let me know your favourite and least favourite shirts from the team me and the guests have discussed in this episode. You can play along with Goals in Time, so don't forget to let me know how you got on on that as well. If you want to watch Goals in Time, I will be uploading just that part of the podcast onto YouTube, at Shirts and Time Podcast, so you can see the goals for yourselves and watch our reactions to them. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Episode three of Shirts in Time, I am joined by the man himself, kit man and man, Marcus. How are we doing, mate? Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm, I'm very well. I'm just waiting for this new baby to arrive. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a, it's a news drop there that I did not yeah. know about. <laughs> it's actually a semi-exclusive. So, um, yeah, maybe even by the time this is out, baby might even already be here. Oh, wow. Well, fingers crossed. Do you know the... We might as well go down this rabbit hole. Do you know uh, the sex and stuff? Or Yeah, so we're having another daughter. Oh, wow. Another Arsenal fan. Yep. I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been trying to um, angle, trying to name my daughter Lenezra. Which is Arsenal spelt backwards. We try. I tried it with my first daughter and my missus. Uh, <laughs> she thought it was like a relatively nice name. It is a and nice I, name. Yeah, and then I explained it to her. She's like, absolutely not. She's an Arsenal fan, but she, yeah, she she got really annoyed. So I'm like, well, what about the Nezra this time? And she's like, no, because uh, basically, we, we all of our names start with M, so we kind of want to continue this theme. So Lenezra's out the window, unfortunately. You can call her Martin. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's in Odegaard. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty. I mean, yeah, we've had a few good Martins, actually, as well. Martin Keown. Yeah. I was thinking, what, 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 right back, La- Lauren? Lauren? Yeah, Lauren. Yeah. I got away with that that's, one. That's not, yeah, that's not a bad. That's not a bad. That's a good idea, to be fair. Yeah, so that's what's going on in my world, away from shirts. Well, thank you for dropping that semi-exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but for the viewers, well, listeners, unless you watch the goals in time, section on youtube which i highly recommend by the way to see all the goals especially on this episode marcus is gaslighting me with the shirt he's wearing aren't you? what shirt? tell the tell the listeners what shirt you're wearing so i've got arsenal's 2001 away shirt um this is the shirt that uh, arsenal went up to old trafford and stole the premier league off of man united knowing that you're a united fan yeah i was a little bit cheeky a little bit out of order this one in the background also uh, that's the 1997 away which is another one where we went up to man united and won 1-0 and effectively won Arsenal the title. It didn't physically do it, but it effectively yeah, did in 1997-98. So. You haven't got Will Todd on the back of it, though. No, I haven't. Uh, this one, Arsenal fans are going to hate me for who I've got on the back of this one. This one's got Ashley Cole on the back of it. Yeah, I know. I got a good discount on the shirt. <laughs> Was it free? Was it free? No, no it wasn't free. But it, um, like, in comparison to what these shirts go for, especially with a name set on the back, it may as well have been free. I think I paid about 45, 50 quid for it. Oh, yeah, that's decent then. Yeah, and they go for easy, like upwards of 120. And in today's market, I bought this about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, in today's market, closer to 200. What's put the value of the shirt? Is it just what 
what it's associated with. Because it is a really nice shirt, regardless of that. But It is really nice what's associated with it and just the inflated market of football shirts at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah it has gone a bit mental, hasn't it? Yeah, I was looking through my um, eBay purchases about three or four days ago. I was just curious to see what I paid for certain shirts. I've got some absolute steals. And when I see what those same shirts are flying about in the community and on eBay and everything now, I'm like, wow, I'm so glad that I bought the majority of my collection when I did, because I wouldn't have any money left now. <laughs> yeah, I think I said mentioned it on uh, Aaron, maybe double A's episode. Like, I think COVID, since COVID, the market and stuff on shirts, it's probably not itself made the market go mental. I think it's probably fast-tracked the market by about yeah. a good few years on it for the prices and the demand and stuff. It's crazy. And yeah, and then there are just certain shirts that just hold crazy value. And I think, not the problem with Arsenal, but the thing with Arsenal, I'm sure it's probably similar with Man United because we are quite successful teams and we've got a lot of fans. The shirts are not necessarily in short demand. There's loads of them. Because there's lots yeah. of fans, people are willing to buy, to spend the money. So then that just keeps driving up the price. And if someone sees something sell for a particular price, they base their price on that yeah. price. Like, it's yeah, like you say, there is always a demand because United and Arsenal, fully enough again, have been, let's be honest, a bit crap the past 10 or so years. Yeah, yeah. They've had success here and there, but the demand for the shirt, for the new releases of the shirts is always there. You always yeah. see them floating around on Twitter, eBay, Instagram, yeah. whatnot. Yeah, and then, yeah, the stuff from the 90s. And then the funny thing about this one, we released basically the same kit the following year with a new badge and a new logo uh, sponsor, the famous Gold O2, and it oh. doesn't exist anywhere. Yeah, there's a few, like United, the 2006, 2007. Yeah. If, if you can remember when uh, yourselves and us had the central badges the season yeah. beforehand, we have a blue shirt of that, which has Vodafone on, on the season okay. before. But then in 2006-07, we moved to AIG. Yeah. And that shirt is scarce. And if Because everyone just probably saw it and thought, oh, it's the same shirt as last year and just yeah. didn't bother to buy it. And then all of a sudden, no, it doesn't exist. Yeah, I think the price of that is like 100 to 200 quid just for that little sponsor change. It's mental. So the Arsenal one, <laughs> I wish it was £200. Genuinely, I don't spend that much money on shirts often. Yeah. But I wish it was 200 quid. The last three... That I've seen sell one had Henri on the back and it sold 500 quid. That was about a year ago. Um, another one on eBay was plain and that sold for 650, I think, on eBay. And another one came up on um, a market leading shirt site, if you want to call it that. Uh, not going to mention no names. <laughs> and I heard that it sold for uh, 999 pounds because it's the shirt that even the most hardened Arsenal collectors don't have in their collection. Yeah. Like, I, can't, there's people I can't say that, I've seen it before, to be honest. With you. When you mentioned it before, I can't really mention it until you mentioned it. I think we only it, wore it twice. Yeah. As a team, I think we only wore it twice. I think it was only on sale in the armory, so directly from Arsenal. It wasn't in all of like the regular retailers, and I don't think a lot of people bothered to buy it because we had this one the season before. So, yeah, there's... And like a huge scarcity and yeah the price just keeps going up and up and up for it and i've just told myself that i'm not going to own it because <laughs> i'm not spending a thousand pound on a shirt oh like, no that's mad isn't it <laughs> i've got another I've got, I've got another kid coming yeah you, you'd probably lose that argument i think wouldn't you 
Yeah, uh, but by the way, babe, I've just bought this piece of material, which is very similar to another piece of material that I have on top of the other 200 pieces of material that I have. And I've spent a holiday on <laughs> yeah. this football shirt. No, yeah, I could see how that would go down too well. Well, so as you mentioned, the shirts that you've got on and they're in the background, there's some iconic ones there. There's Sega, JVC, O2. What is your favourite Arsenal sponsor then from past years? Oh, that is a horrible question. <laughs> Right, I can categorically say that it's not Fly Emirates. Um, <laughs> Why not? Not that it looks bad. It actually quite complements yeah, our it shirts. Yeah, it quite well. They just always fall off. Oh. Like, you put it in a wash one, like, they, they've got a little bit better as it, uh, with it as time has gone on. Yeah. But notoriously terrible for the damage um, on the Fly Emirates sponsor. So, I'm going to say JVC. You did sound too sure. <laughs> No, I'm not too sure. Um, <laughs> ask me again towards the end of the episode and I might change it'll my mind. Yeah, the JVC has been on some iconic shirts, though, hasn't it? Yeah, um, and that's when I got into um, into football, into Arsenal. When did you get into uh, shirt collecting then? So, it's a difficult, it's a funny question because I always had shirts growing up. Always had Arsenal shirts growing up anyway. Um, I always felt a little bit weird buying other team shirt, even yeah. if they weren't English. But as to say, like, Kit Man and Man, the birth of Kit Man and Man, the yeah. shirt collector, like, this is what I do as a hobby, I would say late 2019. Oh, so just before COVID then? Yeah, 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 just before COVID, um, just before lockdown. And it was a funny story. I got suckered in, basically, by one of those, ah, uh, oh, mate, like, it's a horrid story. <laughs> so <laughs> scrolling through Facebook, it was about one o'clock in the morning, don't even know what I'm doing on Facebook. I'm not 50 years old and I'm not a mum, so I'm not sure why I'm on Facebook. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, I'm commenting on people's uh, distressing posts. Yeah, inbox me, hun. <laughs> but, but, no, there was an ad. Um, retro, get your retro football shirts here, right? And I think you know where this is going now. So, I'm, yeah. I've landed on this page. I don't know anything from anything. I thought I stumbled across a gold mine. I, I genuinely thought I stumbled across someone who had kind of like dead stock, yeah. like old dead stock of football shirts, because they had like, uh, like just like just so many classic retros in my size. Like I know that these are red flags now, but at the time, like, I really didn't understand yeah. what I was looking at because, as far as I was aware. Growing up in the, the 90s and 2000s, fakes looked really bad. Yeah, I could. If you remember, like you going on holidays or going down to like your local market, exactly. Just awful, yeah, you, you you can tell, but these looked like the real thing. And I got suckered into a Fiorentina 98 Nintendo shirt. Oh, quite a common one as well. Then. Yeah. So, and it was a shirt that I just just ingrained in my mind. Like it's the best shirt I own in my collection. I've got a real one now. So yeah, and. I ordered it. I paid about 50 quid for it. Yeah, I, again, quite I didn't love, know. Quite like, for I, a fake as well. Yeah, I know. Like, I genuinely didn't know what I was doing. I just thought, I don't know what I thought. Maybe they've just been stuck in a warehouse for the last 20 years and someone's come across them. Because you do get dead stock. Yeah, you definitely yeah, you definitely do. I'll never forget classic football shirts when they had all the AC Milan dead stock. The story of that, I've touched on it briefly. They met a guy or got in contact with a guy who happened to have a massive warehouse full of AC Milan dead stock. Yeah, that, those things do happen. It's so. Mental. 
and yeah and if you're not aware of what's going on like everything looked bright i suppose so yeah i bought that and uh the ajax 1996 um, champions league shirt so yeah i bought those two that kind of just sparked this energy within me oh my god <laughs> I need to buy football shirts and I need to yeah. buy loads now. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's how I got into collecting shirts um, officially. But again, I always had Arsenal shirts. Like I yeah. always had, even in adult sizes, probably about 20 or 30 Arsenal shirts that I'd accumulated over the years. But I assume you played football or very yeah. interested in football when you were younger. So you kind of always will grow within and around football shirts. Yeah. And to start your own, your own collection. Can you remember what the first real shirt you bought um oh sugar i'll be honest with you it was literally i i blow my whole load like <laughs> in like a few days like, it's a number of about 50 shirts that i bought in the space of about a month but some of those shirts would probably be real madrid 1998 juventus 1996 the sony no 97, 98. There's a theme. I've got a lot of shirts from 1998. That's I was 10 in 1998, oh, right. and I just got into football That's, and yeah. kind of everything. My my football career, if you want to call it, as a fan, is around there. So I see things yeah. from 1998, and I get fascinated and I love it. Yeah, I'm not sure what my absolute first shirt would have been. I remember a bit like you have bought quite a lot in bulk, so they kind of overlap each other. And I went back on my eBay the other day and looked through some of the shirts. And I'm like, I don't even remember buying that. Yeah, trust on me. A deep, on my Depop, that I, because <laughs> I originally started selling first before I was collecting. I looked through and said, like, "When did I have that shirt?" I don't remember taking. That is my house. That is my how I used to take the pictures. I don't remember having that shirt whatsoever. Yep, yeah. those are good times, man. Like, just do you know what it was as well at that time as well? It was the buzz of um, the eBay auctions. Oh, yeah. oh, it's I can't believe I said it on a previous. It's addicting, isn't it? Oh, mate. Like, when you're just sitting there, you set your alarm on your phone for like four minutes before the, the, the um, auction finishes and you're just there and the adrenaline in your heart is pumping. You're just like, and then you just wait to last and then it yeah. goes. And then you wait there for about 45 seconds for it to sort itself <laughs> out to see if you've actually won the bid or not. Like... I am so happy you've it. I'm so happy you've said that because I felt myself like getting like nervous and like butterflies yeah. and stuff. I'm like, oh no, I'm glad it's not just me then. <laughs> but the worst feeling is when you've been watching a shirt for a week and you don't set an alarm on your phone, and then um, <laughs> about five minutes after the auction's finished, you look at your phone and it goes, ah, oh, <laughs> um, listing about to end in 14 minutes. <laughs> And you look at the time, you're like 16 minutes ago, and you're like, no. And then you <laughs> yeah. check to see what it sold for. No one else bidded on it. And it's like 22 quid. And you're like, what is going on here? The What's worse, possibly worse than that is, though, is when you're bidding and you've won it for quite a reasonable price. And then it comes up, reserve not met. It's just like, oh. Okay. Sorry to trump you again. The absolute worst thing <laughs> is, because this happened to me just before Christmas, um, is when you win a shirt or free from the same seller for a reasonable price. And then um, you get a message through saying that it's canceled because there's no way I'm selling you for that. It's worth a lot more than that. I didn't get what I wanted from it. <laughs> That's like an unofficial reserve. You can't do that. <laughs> like genuine, I was fuming. And then had the cheat to leave me with one of them. I think he was running a postage scam because he was charging like a silly amount for postage. And yeah. it was kind of around the strike time or whatever. 
but he was charging, I want to say it's like £12 or something for postage. And I was happy to pay £12 for the for the free shirts to come because they were so yeah. cheap. Ever. But because yeah. he cancelled the other two, uh, yeah, it was a nightmare. I was fuming. Like, and he was proper, like a cheeky, just, I don't know, I don't want to swear and be horrible, but he was one of those words that begin with a C and end in a T. <laughs> Over the messages? Yeah. Like, oh, he scumbag. Oh. Like, like he knew that he was not being fair and there's yeah, not no, much I, you can I, do about it i i've had similar well not he hasn't messed with me but i i won a ajax i think it was 2004 or five shirt prime wesley snyder and i've won it for it didn't have his name on the back but the plan was to get it printed up and mm-hmm. you know, add it to the collection so i won it and then a few days go by i haven't got like this dispatch notification so oh, here we go and i get the cancellation email so oh. and then go on to his depop and he has sold it for like triple the price i was like oh yeah, you just have like, all, have like this plan to get Wesley Schneider name set and like take pictures and everything, and then you just get the cancellation email. It's just like, oh, God's sake. No, it's a horrible feeling. It is, it is gutting actually because yeah. you get excited because again, it's all part of like you're, you're doing the, the bidding and all of that stuff. It's all, and then, but you know, I've got plenty that I like. Which, what would you say then? Obviously, touched upon it, Arsenal fan. What, what's your least favorite Arsenal shirt then? There's probably about seven that all go in the same category that just need to go in the bin and need to be erased from our kitography. I own them, but because <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've committed to collecting every Arsenal shirt that was commercially available, anything made by Puma. Yeah, I wasn't a massive fan of the Arsenal Puma shirts. Yeah, as a whole, they were horrendous. Um, if I had to, If I had to give Puma in general, working with Arsenal, I'd have to give that like a two out of ten, and that's just because they spell Arsenal and Puma correctly. Just, just about. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. talking of the flying rat sponsor, the only one that was half decent was like the black and pink one. That is nice. It is nice, but the problem is, is that the sponsor is made out of this weird rubbery material, and literally every single one of them is damaged. The first one I bought of that, I bought it damaged because I wasn't going to pay like a 40 quid premium um, on top of the price. So people yeah. sell them for about 70 quid used with pristine sponsor yeah. because everyone's just accepted that the sponsor's going to die anyway. So yeah. I just thought to myself, I might as well buy one for 30 quid with a slightly damaged sponsor because it's going to end up properly damaged anyway, even if I get the original one. But I managed to pick up a pristine one for a lot less than 70 quid. So oh, I've got then. a decent one. But yeah, yeah, the Puma ones are bad. I think the two worst were the 2016-17 when we won the FA Cup in the yellow one against Aston Villa. Oh, do you not like the yellow? I was about to bring up the yellow one saying, I was just looking at them, I quite like that. That the yellow one with like the with like the blue and like the weird red bits on it. Oh no! Oh the, yeah, sorry, no, yeah, yeah, no, I don't like that one. No. Um, yeah, the, yeah, so the, the, the yellow. You're 2000 talking 2000 about 2000. the yellow and grey one with the collar. Uh, yeah, 2016, 17. Yeah, that, that nice. one's not bad. I've got that one with yeah. Giroud on the back. That one's not bad, but yeah, the one with the blue and the red is awful, and yeah, the red that's... one is also really bad. The home quite, one from uh, that year. Skin tight, look like thermal, like yeah, oh yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was yeah, proper it tight. Just, it just look it, yeah. And just the designs not great. Oh, and the green, the minty green away shirt from 2018, I think it is. Oh yeah, with the blue yeah. details on those. That one's not yeah. too bad. But other than that, the rest of them are a bit meh. Yeah, they seem to be hitting a bit hit and miss with the away and thirds. Not some of them are not too bad, but most of the home shirts are awful, really, aren't they? But what would you say is your favourite Arsenal shirt? <sighs> Because this is where I kind of get a bit conflicted with my love 
for United because I think Arsenal shirts, especially like you've, we've already touched upon it, the 90s, some of them are just incredible. It actually annoys me that I can't break my own rule and have any of them. So I feel the same about Manchester United, but then I maybe think that's because we both, Arsenal and United, we both have a mutual respect for each other um, because we were going at it hammer and tongue. Like the same or very similar emotions that I feel when I see certain Arsenal shirts, I feel when I see certain Man United shirts. Oh, wow. Because it was Arsenal and Manchester United. So I feel some type of way when I see Manchester United's uh, 1999 away shirt, the white one, like I feel yeah. some, like, I, I feel yeah. emotions because Ryan Giggs scored that goal and Umbro, just Umbro 90s was epic and Manchester United were Umbro's 90s and yeah, yeah but my favourite, this is definitely up there, the 97, 97 um, yeah. yeah, I just love that template. The 1990. To home, the centralized with the oh, Adidas yeah. equipment that's definitely up there. Yeah, this looks good. The red current looks good, but I don't like that era of Nike shirt just for their build quality. Yeah, I that's a I, that's the hybrid special. Well, that last yeah. season, hybrid shirt, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, total, the total 90 shirts. Yeah, they're a bit, they were a bit. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm a notorious hater of total 90 shirts. Um. <laughs> And even the weird bit just before Total 90 as well, because they try to play with the technology in the shirts and stuff. Yeah. And the material, they don't feel very nice. No, they're a bit, yeah, they're a bit, is it meshy almost? Yeah. And then they're very plain as well. Um, And then even like the T90 with the weird little piping around it and stuff. No, I'm not a fan. Double A hates the fact that I hate them, but, you know. (laughs) You're saying that I like the, uh, the 2002 through to 2004 Arsenal shirt I know it's just completely contradicted what I've said it just reminds me of Henri it's the goals against Liverpool and Tottenham yeah yeah exactly and we won uh, we went invincible in that the memories of the shirts yeah are high but the actual shirts like objectively if if Arsenal went through the same period that we've gone through in the last like 10 years in those shirts you'd be able to pick them up for a fiver in a charity shop just like England shirts. Yeah, that's probably a good shot to be fair. But because they are associated with crazy memories for Arsenal fans, like their estimation, but objectively, just looking at shirts and how they look, yeah, I think anything from the 90s yeah. has, you, is in for a shot. Are you a massive fan of the uh, bruised banana and the, uh, the lightning bolt? Because I've seen I, some people saying they're overrated and stuff like that, but I don't know how they could be overrated. The bruised banana is not overrated it's overpriced but it's not overrated i do like it a lot yeah i just think it's a little bit of an obvious go-to and yeah i was a little bit young to remember watching arsenal play in that mm-hmm. banana so it, uh, the bruised banana so i don't feel so many memories but like the lightning shirt all over it like the yeah, the, the first one the second one the red one i do love all of them yeah i think i'd probably put lightning bolt my favorite arsenal shirts i think yeah but then this one this gold one i i, I like them all i don't like that gold one for obvious reasons <laughs> for obvious reasons but yeah for the um yeah anything in that nike era would you have like nike over adidas and for arsenal yes yes including the adidas equipment as a whole i would pick <laughs> yeah Nike for Arsenal over Adidas, but possibly the Adidas equipment home and away. The one with the blue stripes coming from the top and the bottom and the home might be better than... No, I'm lying. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
I, I don't know, because I think anything that Drake Cranberg touched turned to gold. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, Unbelievable. Because I, I think of the Arsenal shirts, and then I think of the Richard Dortmund shirts that use the same template and the same kind of subliminated designs and stuff, and I think of the PSG shirts. Yeah. And then I think Nigeria of the eight, shirts. Nigeria shirts, 1860 Munich shirts. And then I think to myself, oh, no, nah, I'm going to go Nike. Probably, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, you might have just answered your own question. I, I'm going to go Nike. But the reason why I'm going to go with Nike is because I prefer Nike trainers. So <laughs> I'm just going to go with just like pure bland, <laughs> brand loyalty in general, rather yeah. than um, football kits, because it's very difficult to um, pick between the two. Yeah. Do you buy a lot of the, uh, say, like the pre-match and leisure wear stuff i refuse oh. um really? I, I outright refuse because oh, i'm gonna rant <laughs> <laughs> go rant rant i think it's disgusting not as in oh. to look at some of it's really yeah, nice to look yeah. at i just yeah, think that's why i'm way... kind of jealous i'm not jealous i'm not an arsenal fan because i can't own any of it no don't be jealous save your money <laughs> and be happy I, I think it's disgusting from adidas and or arsenal or whoever's commissioning these releases every bloody week there's something else Arsenal, yeah, like, there is, there is, they do release a lot of them I it's, it's, of it's like don't get me wrong i'll pick up the stuff on the aftermarket yeah but i i i, I don't want to put any more money in their pockets like they, they're treating us like like cash cow yeah not like not as fans as consumers basically yeah 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 as confu- as consumers it's it's ridiculous like I, I bought one yeah i committed to buying the home away and third every single season right and that's as far as it goes. And don't get me wrong, like if John from down the road is selling one of those Arsenal shirts, yeah, at a lower price or even at the proper price, I think I'd probably rather buy it from John down the road than yeah. from them because they milk it. So you get free shirts every season. You get like three or four different sets of training stuff that's available for everyone to buy. Yeah, you've got the coats that cost like 200 quid. The jumpers cost 80 quid. The tracksuit bottoms cost 60 quid. The jumpers cost 60 quid. Yeah, the um, pre-match T-shirts and the training T-shirts cost 50 quid, right? And then you have the, um, yeah, so you've got the training stuff, the pre-match stuff. Then you've got this, like, every year we seem to do this designer collaboration. One year it was free for free free or some some American streetwear brand. Then last year yeah. it was... Um, was it Stella McCartney? Oh yeah, yeah, you did do that stuff. Like, was the was the Y three thing was that Pharrell Williams? Yeah, no, oh no, uh, yeah, no, yeah. And then we had the yeah before that we had the um, human race. Human race. I've got one of them on the way as well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to pick one up off Depop, like the Bruce Banana. Then yeah. they do a retro re-release every year. They release like a old Adidas kit. That, yeah, we've had a few, United have had a few of them recently. Um, so. It just gets too much. And I'm one of those type of people that if everyone's going left, I'll go right. And if everyone's yeah. going right, I'll go left. Like, I, I quite like to go against the grain. Like something that's not quite screwed on right in my head. And it just annoys me. It bugs me. They do take the, the piss a bit, really, don't they? Yeah, and it's just, it's just relentless. Like at the moment, we've got this French collection. And don't get me wrong, objectively to look at, it's all right. But am I going to go and spend, like, 95 quid on a hoodie? That you find all right. No, you're not, are you? 
No, but that, but there are people that aren't. Like, fair play to them. And I'll just be there to scoop it up for 35 quid in a few years' time when you're done with it. Or if you're in Depop. Because, yeah, no, it's, it's too much. Good job you're not a Napoli fan then, isn't it, really? Yeah, well, oh, but it's exactly that. Like, I just, yeah. I can't help but just see through the BS. And, like, and then the one time, sorry, this rant, right? And then the one time where I feel like it would be justified for them to release something, they don't even make it available to buy for everyone. But that's supposed to be for charity. When we do the uh, no, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the whiteout shirts. Yeah, I, I can't help but feel I don't know what they're doing and how they're gonna do this and whether like it's like a tax thing or whatever. I'm very cynical when I think about these things, <laughs> but I'm sure they would be able to raise more money if they made that shirt available to everyone that oh, wants yeah. one. Definitely. Even charge a hundred quid. Even put a premium on the bloody shirt. Or make it like a limited release of it. Yeah. So, so well, we, we see how limited releases work. Um, get an actual limited. <laughs> yeah. Even if you, if that's if you can even get on the website, even though you in the queue for a day. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, is the Borussia Dortmund <laughs> blackout. Oh, oh, that was the, a mess. But um, yeah, like that whiteout shirt. If they put that on sale, and everyone would go out and buy it. I'm sure they'd be able to raise millions to give to oh, charity. Easily. And then they'll be able to write it off as tax because they like they give it away. So they'll write it off like a little tax write-off. I uh, actually you know I'm gonna join you on this run. Word this carefully. They're not stealing from charity by not making it commercially available, but they are funding fake shirt yeah, like yeah, creators, and, aren't they? And this is what I mean, even the same hardened like collectors have said I might pick one up off of um that funny site that sells fake shirts because yeah. they just want to have like a visual representation of this shirt in their collection they're not going to pass it off as a real one or whatever and what they did do they gave away like the match worn ones and whatever to charities for them to auction off or keep and gave them out to within the community but i mean i don't know like i just feel like they might have been able to raise more money if oh, to, to put back into the communities Easily. But then I don't know what Arsenal do behind the scenes to actually fund things in the communities. Um, and I would like to think and hope, because they keep talking about this community thing and everything's about the community, that they're not it's not just empty gestures and them just talking and they are actually putting their money where their mouths are and are actually funding things within the community without making a big song and dance about it, which is how you're actually supposed to support your community. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Well, you'd like, you'd like to think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to hope. Because Arsenal are a classy club, and i like to hope that they, yeah, that is how they're doing it. But all that that rant said, I have bought one piece of pre-match equipment, uh, one piece of pre-match uh, clothing. No. Is that where we started with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to actually ask, though, would you pick up one of those, what's the term of it? Is it the knife's out crime? Well, if it was on general sale. No, if you got offered it by because it's obviously not on if you got offered it by a fake shirt company or seller um, just for that point of having a physical copy of it no because i wouldn't feel comfortable sharing it um yeah but like genuinely if it was for 11 quid because that's what these fake shirts are actually worth yeah because yeah. i always say that people always ask me about football shirts and that and i'm like that guy that's trying to sell it to you for 40 quid like just go straight to source and get it for 11 quid if that's what you're actually going to do um yeah. possibly no i wouldn't I, I i don't think i would actually <laughs> no yeah, i don't think i would because i wouldn't respect it fact, yeah and for the fact that you couldn't share it because people yeah 
Yeah, and I, like, the thing is, it's not even that I care what people would say because I wouldn't try yeah. to sell it. Like, I wouldn't try to like sell it on or I wouldn't try to make people believe that it was a legit one. I just wouldn't respect it in my collection. I'd probably play in it. Yeah, because you do you, you do post a few Instagram stories playing five aside. Yeah, of, yeah, like, sevens like, and that. Seven, but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I would. But um, yeah, but I do have the TFL. I have the TFL pre-match shirt, the one with the train seat. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. And that was a big debate. I that, that nearly sold out before I bought it. Yeah, it was like three or four days of going backwards and forwards because that's where my morals, like, I've made it very clear where my morals stand on <laughs> all of that stuff. But I really like it. I'm a bit of a train, uh, a bit of a train nerd. Not a huge one, but just a tiny bit. I find well, it quite Especially if you're one, one or two, it's not harmful, but it's like people are... That can be addicting in itself, isn't it? Just buying something because you're waiting for kind of in with buying shirts, you're waiting for it, you're waiting for the postman to come, you get it, and then yeah. you're opening the package, and then you're seeing it in person. It is addicting. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So when you're collecting your shirts, is a big part of it that you're able to showcase them on Twitter and Instagram, or are you not? Yeah, too it? it has become more so, but it's more. The, do you know what it is? It's like a, it's a, it's a positive perpetual cycle of. The sense of community, shirts that I love the look of or that evoke emotions in me, and then the feedback that you get and the conversation that it may or may not spark up. Like, I mean, I know you by being in and around the community. Yeah. So, yeah. But I don't necessarily let the community influence what I buy, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because otherwise but, you'll just be chasing your own tail. And yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I do enjoy football shirts. I enjoy talking about football shirts. I enjoy taking photos of football shirts. I enjoy creating a video content about football shirts. Yeah, I suppose it is a big part. Because you put there's a picture that comes to my mind and see it's, it's a view in that, that Dortmund jacket you put on the past yeah. week or so. If you just put that on, say, your own like Instagram, your own Twitter and stuff, you, you'd get feedback, but it wouldn't be the feedback that you put it up for, if you know what I mean. People wouldn't be noticing the jacket and commenting about the jacket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's even the same in the street, like when I'm walking around, because I always wear football shirts. Like I've kind yeah, of decided I'm, that. I'm, if I'm, I'm, the, I'm the same, yeah. Like if I'm going to spend all this money on all these football shirts, I am wearing them at every given opportunity. <laughs> But then it also sparks conversation in the street. Like the odd person will go, oh, like especially if you're wearing like a like a nineties Dortmund shirt. Yeah. Like your average like your average person doesn't care that you've got that on. But someone that knows, they know. They know. And at the and and, and at the very minimum they give you that all knowing head nod. <laughs> and I'm a very sociable person. Like I like to chat to people, I like to interact yeah. with people. Especially in London where people are notoriously not very, not not they're not friendly, but everyone's in their own world. Yeah, they've all. Everyone seems to have got place, places to go, people to see. To see, yeah. Where I'm the sort of person, I see someone in a football shirt, a decent football shirt, and I go, "Oh, mate, that Atletico Madrid 2004 is a sick shirt, like yeah. or whatever." And I might even ask them, "Can I film your shirt or whatever for like a bit of content and just network and yeah. whatever?" Like I remember you, you. I think it was last summer. Possibly, you were going to a few music festivals, and you, you, yep. the, none of the videos you put on, which is great for me and people in the community, it wasn't of actual the festival music playing. It was yeah. just people in shirts. <laughs> yeah, no, that that so that's a thing that I need to do more actually. Um, but I have got a few filmed and ready to drop. Uh, what do I call that? I call that kit check, shirt check, kit check. 
I can't remember. I think it's kit check. I think it's yeah, kit check. Yeah, so just, yeah, when I see someone in a football shirt, I just ask them to film their shirt. Yeah, because you, you don't know what you might see and like, people like to see people's shirts, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's class that there are complete strangers there and, you, and it sparks that connection and a conversation between two people who have never met. You could be like bonding over the music or whatever, but no, you're over the football shirts. Over the football shirts, yeah, and it genuinely <laughs> happens that Mrs. hates it. And I think that's the most important thing about this whole shirt community is that for the most part, especially when you avoid Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not, you're not quite active on there, but you know, that's fair, that's fair though, isn't it? It's some people's preference and some people's. Yeah, it just, it just gets really, it gets really bitchy. Eggy, yeah, it's weird borderline like uh, it's weird to say it's weird that it gets eggy because how passionate we both are about football shirts and whatnot so then you can kind of see why people could be eggy and stuff but it gets a bit personal i think yeah and the thing is it's it's not a football shirt twitter problem by the way this is oh uh, no it's uh, twitter in general uh, yeah twitter in general football in general and I think um, a lot of football fans can be a little bit emotionally unstable. And that's not taking a mickey out of anyone's mental health or anything. I just mean, in the moment, football can be very knee-jerky. Yeah, it's the moment, it's the motion. It's just impulsive and erratic, isn't Yeah, it? and I think, it. and it's quite easy to, to get your Twitter fingers out. I've got a lot better at doing that. I used to like winding up certain teams' fans. And now I put out a tweet, but now I've learned just to write out, I'll look at it and go, oh, it's just not worth it. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's, 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 it's actually, yeah, it's not worth the egg. And yeah, just some of the things that I see people say, it's just like, I don't know, like, we are, we are all allowed to have varying opinions. As long as you're yeah. not outright offending people and like, and or being sexist, racist, homophobic or anything like that, like, difference in opinion is what makes the world a beautiful place. Yeah, that's exactly what... Uh... Aaron AA said, he said, that's what makes the community so good, that is everyone likes different shirts and yeah. different teams and whatnot. Because imagine if we all did like the same stuff. Then th th there would be no value in yeah. what we actually do, because we would all yeah, have yeah. the same collection. No, but it's true, because... Oh, no, it is, no, it is, yeah. And, like, because there are certain shirts that are, like, renowned that everyone loves and most people have. And once the initial buzz dies down in that shirt, the value in that shirt isn't very much. Yeah, there's a, quite a few that come to mind where they're just hyped and then you just don't see them ever again. They disappear yeah. into the abyss. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's it. But yeah, that is the beauty. And I, I like difference in opinion. And you know what? I like being proved wrong. Being proved wrong or being able to understand, see someone else's point. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And this is not just shirts. This is just football in general. Like, if like, let's just say, for example, I didn't because I really like Marcus Rashford and always have. But let's just say... Uh, a year and a half ago, actually, probably that's bad time. That's just after the Euros. Let's just say a year ago, I tweeted and said, "Ah, oh, Marcus Rashford is a piece of shit, and he need, like, oh, he's rubbish, and he needs to leave, or like, he's a useless footballer." Right now, I'd be sitting there going, "Well, in son." Yeah. Uh, well, I'll be. I'll put my hands up. I didn't tweet stuff along that line, but I've said that he wasn't playing to his best. But then also, I've tweeted saying that United last season, especially last season, were not playing to their best. And it makes me happy when I go watch them now how good they're playing and how united and everyone is the same. So it pr it's proved me wrong, but in a good way as well. Yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, and I, I always say this, I'm a football lover before I'm an Arsenal lover. Um, so uh, you see, I'm going to get crucified, but I don't care because I'm me. <laughs> Every time Rashford scores, 
I secretly feel, not even secretly, I feel happy. That I, that beyond oh, what that means for Arsenal and all of that stuff, like my instant reaction is, go on, son. You do get like these bonds and attachments to players from different teams, of course you do. Yeah, definitely. No, We've done no, about don't. the mutual, mutual respect between Arsenal and United. I see Arsenal doing well this season and I'm like, I'm ha- like, happy for Arsenal. I like Arsenal. Yeah, I feel the same about United. As weird as, 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 weird as that is to say as a United fan, there is a respect I like in there. And, and and in the same token, I feel the same about United, but also when United are doing absolutely rubbish, I do think, ha, 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 look at yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, and it is, like, and, and that's what makes football. Like, oh, definitely, yeah. Like, what what film is it? Batman and Joker, where where they, they kind of they, they kind of yeah they need each other, and I think Arsenal need Man United. It's not the same with City at the top. No, 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 it's it's not. Although things are getting a little bit tasty between Arsenal and City, and that might be Did you like have a new little rivalry. The other, the other week. Yeah, and then obviously the ties between Arsenal and Man City. They yeah. basically robbed our players when we were yeah. rebuilding our stadium. Uh, Adi Bayor and all of that stuff, and then Arteta, and then yeah, and then now we've got a couple of their players, and like the whole mark, like the, the the master versus the apprentice, and all of that stuff. So we are building yeah, the narrative, building a little storyline there, isn't it? But you know what the biggest problem between the Man City and Arsenal rivalry, and why it will never be the same as the Arsenal and Man United rivalry, because most of your fans live in bloody London. <laughs> <laughs> like i know as many man united fans in london as i probably do arsenal fans yeah um there's a huge amount of man united fans in london yeah it's probably the second most second or third most supported team in london is probably uh man united it might even be the first that is quite bad if you think thinking of all the teams in london and the size of london itself yeah, London is huge, and there are like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'd probably say like one in five football fans in London are United fan, like, and I think one in that same five is probably an Arsenal fan, and then one yeah. in, yeah, yeah, and one in like six is probably well, it depends on where you are. Chelsea fans, they're a bit wishy washy. Yeah, it depends on really, doesn't it? Yeah, and then like with like your West Ham's, your Fulham's, and your other teams. And Tottenham's wherever it just kind of depends on what part of London you're in. Yeah. But in all parts of London, you find Arsenal and United fans, and uh, you hear it like the the banner at Old Trafford when uh, Arsenal are playing United, and uh, the Arsenal fans are singing, "We'll race you back down the M1." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm from the northeast, so there's not obviously now. There's Newcastle fans here, yeah. there, everywhere now. But yeah, there is quite, 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 quite a few United fans up here as well. Yeah, I, I can quite imagine. a common team up here as well, actually. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Hugely successful teams. But yeah, the City fans are starting to pop up down there. I am starting to see like the the the, the, the youngsters in their Man City tracksuits. It's the worst, isn't it? There'll be Chelsea fans again soon, so there's nothing to worry about. Oh, I don't like Chelsea. <laughs> I actually dislike Chelsea more than I dislike Tottenham, but that's a different conversation for a different day. I'm just going to drop that and leave it. Yeah, we'll drop it there. Just... <laughs> I, won't, I, won't poke, I won't poke the stick at it. <sighs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you want to play goals in time? Absolutely. Let's have some fun. Right. I'll do a brief explanation again because I've, I mucked up on Zeke's. I did a better job on double A's. I've edited an audio clip onto both the video and the audio version, but I'll do it again anyway. So the guests will be given five goals by myself. I will give the guests the scoreline on the day, the date and the goal scorer, but I won't give them the minute of the goal. That is up to the guests. I will show them a video of the goal to try and rejog the memory. And then it's up to the guests to then try and guess the minute. How far or how close they are to the minute is then added up in the score that they are given at the end, at the end of the goals in time. Marcus, are you ready? There is some iconic goals here. Ah, you see. Yeah, go on. Go on. I'm I'm ready. You'll definitely know this goal. Real Madrid nil. Arsenal won. Oh Champions League. Which is mental, by the way. I went to the final. We agreed to, by the way, everyone today, this is the twenty first of February. I messaged Marcus uh, today to come on today. I went on, I got home from work, I was on Twitter. What's on Twitter? BT Sport, 17 years ago today, this goal was scored. See, I should know this, but I actually don't. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. When I went on Twitter and I saw it, I was like, that is just, that, this was meant to be. What a Real goal, Madrid, by the way. Oh, yeah. We're going to see it. Real Madrid nil, Arsenal won, 21st of February, 2006. It's to be out the early prognosis. Here's uh, Henri getting clear, though. It's Thierry Henri! Scored for Arsenal, Bernabeu. But Marcus, what minute did he score for Arsenal in the Bernabeu? I, I, I should know this, right? But I'm just going to caveat this by saying I was 18 in, 2000, in 2006, right? And I was doing things that all good 18-year-olds should be doing. I should, I should know the minute. And I'm going to get this horribly wrong. It's in the first half, isn't it? It's, uh, do you know what? I don't care. I'm going to go 38 minutes, lock it in. I'm going to get crucified because I've got it wrong, but whatever. You said 38 minutes. Mm. It was in the 47th, oh, just after half time. Yeah, you weren't too far out, only nine minutes. Because I do remember watching the game and feeling like we need to, like, we've got a long time to hold on. Oh, that wasn't that bad. No, that's not too bad. Nine minutes is a good, good start. Funny thing about that goal as well, they used it in goal two. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. And Nick, Nick Cannon playing for Real Madrid. Your second goal is also from the Champions League that season. Oh. It is Barcelona 2, Barcelona 1, 17th of May, 2006, Sol Campbell. Oh, in the final. You know, it's kind of, you know, I, th- I felt bad right. to include this, but then the shirt you're wearing, I don't feel that's bad now. Let's watch it and see if it rejects your memory, because there's, there's a bit of a clue in the way the commentator speaks. Oh, this, oh, this hurts my heart. It was early in the game. It was first half. It was after Lehman got sent off. Yeah, um, the, the commentary gave you a bit of clue there. It said after giving 10 men the lead. Yeah, no, but I, I remember that anyway because I couldn't yeah. really believe that we we scored. And Lehman got sent off early, though. Was it Lehman that got sent off in the, in, the 30, in the 18th minute? Was that like the 27th minute or something? I'm going to go 27. I'm not going to think about it too much. I'm just going to go with my gut. 27th minute. 
yeah. it was in the 37th minute. That's not oh, bad again. Uh, only 10 hours. Considering I was 18 and I was off my trolley that night. <laughs> like, oh, that was heartbreaking, man. Like, it's like they oh, toyed yeah. with us. It was like they toyed with us because they like Larson comes off the bench and oh, anyway. You ready for your third goal? Yeah, let's go. I remember watching this game on repeat when I was young. You'll enjoy this. Tottenham four, Arsenal five. Oh. On the 13th of November, 2004. This is Robert Perez's, uh, which turned out to be the winning goal. Henri, great take, great tackle. By Edmund, but it comes now to Perez. Oh, that touch. That's unbelievable. I used to love Robert Perez. He was so good, wasn't he? But Marcus, what minute did Robert Perez score the fifth goal in the 5-4 win over Tottenham? 82. 82nd minute. 80th. You're good at this. That you're was a guess. At... Yeah, you're good at this. <laughs> that, that was an absolute guess. I don't even remember watching that match. I remember seeing it on um, uh, Match of the Day, but I, I didn't watch that match. Oh, I remember Jermaine Defoe's goal. From outside the box, yeah. Um, but I think cause the, when I've, I watched it back to get the clips, I watched that get the, all the goals in the game. The sun at the other end of that stadium, brutal. Yeah, I can <laughs> imagine. It was yeah. a horrible stadium. New one's really nice. But well, we well, what I would say is, like, Tottenham, sorry to break your game, but Tottenham fans, they get all excited. Oh, we've got the best date. It should be. It's the newest. That's a very fair point, to be fair. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you buy a brand well, new the Emirates, stadiums, the Emirates was probably the best in 2006. So, yeah. And I would, and all I would say is it was designed by the same people and made by the same people. So yeah, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is basically the new Emirates 20 years later. There's definitely a, definitely an Arsenal shirt or something buried under the pitch, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I hope so. Because they've done it to us, <laughs> didn't they? Are you ready for your fourth goal? Yeah, let's go. This one's a bit more recent, so it's been a bit easy on you. Go on. It is Arsenal 2, Leicester City 1. On the 14th of February, 2016. Danny Welbeck. It's Danny Welbeck. It is the champions elect Leicester visiting the, visiting the Emirates. Oh, this is stoppage time, wasn't it? This is when Arsenal thought we was in a title race. Welbeck! Can you believe it? And now right, that was deep into stoppage time. I know that much. Because he came off the bench. That was deep. He, he was injured. Like We've got another moment like that coming up. When Jesus comes back, um, talking it into existence, <laughs> that was real late in the game. I, I'm sure that was in stoppage time. I'm go oh, how much stoppage? Mm, I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna say like 91 minutes. 95th. Oh, I thought you had it when you said it was really late in stoppage time. I was like, he's gonna get. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I, 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 it could have been three minutes stoppage time. It could have been like yeah. if I'd overshot it. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I just played conservative, but I remember that being late, man. That was elation. God, twenty-five over the for the these four goals, which averages at five minutes out of goal, which is that's not bad. No, that's considering that's how scared I was of this. <laughs> this one is even enjoyable for me as a United fan. You're gonna love this one. Thierry Henry against United. No, I couldn't do that. To oh, well, that was a great goal. Well, it, it is Thierry Henry. It is Arsenal one. Leeds United nil. 9th of January 2012. Song. Chance. That celebration. It's like he forgot to score. How to celebrate when he scored that? 
I remember watching that game live, and soon when he got subbed on, I was like, he's just going to score. Written in the stars. He looked a bit weird on read number 12, though. Yeah, but that's what he wore for France. Yeah, that's true. That's what he wore for Monaco before he came, uh, before he went to uh, Juventus, and he wore six at Juventus, which that is weird. Um, what minute was Thierry Henry's winner over Leeds back in 2012? Right. So, Wenger doesn't make subs before the 60th minute. Or didn't make subs before the 60th minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I am going to say... My heart's racing for this. <laughs> I'm going to say 70, 78. Bang on. Bang Shut on 78. Sorry, I can't believe you've just got... I can't believe you've... The whole... The whole uh, uh, Wenger doesn't make a sub for 60 if has got you at wow. That is the first ever. Zeke got one out, you've hit it back. You got two out before, you've got it bang on out there. That is wow. ridiculous. Like, I, I plucked a random number after 60. I, I remember it not being too late. Like, as in, it wasn't like bangy scored and then game no, over. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I had a feeling you were going to get that. I did say I felt uh, nervous butterflies. You you've done me, yeah. You've just done me an absolute world of fa- massive favor there as well because I don't have to add it all up. You scored twenty five over five goals. That's which, it. Five minutes. It's five minutes ago. That's wow. all right. Maybe I do know my stuff. Maybe you do I'm an Arsenal fan. See, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I was actually worried I was going to get these all wrong. Right? Like, Look, you see, he's a plastic fan. <laughs> I'm going to easily comfortably say that. Put you. I don't even have to check. Let's put you at the top of the leaderboard. I know there's only three people, but you're top. Sick. Hopefully, I can maintain it. And if I don't, I might I'll have come to make like a, my crown. My crown. A bit of a bonus thing, you know. If you get it bang on, I might have to do that. I get a free shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. If anyone wants to sponsor the podcast and give Marcus a free shirt, oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Well, I can't believe you just got that bang on. I thought you were going to get the pyramid bang on. Bang on when you when you said when you went a. I was like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that Tottenham. I don't remember that game. I didn't watch it, but I watched that Leeds game. What a legend! I knew that. I knew you'd enjoy that goal. Bang on. That's put. I can't. I haven't got a guest lined up for episode four yet. But whoever's following that, good luck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Especially I'm this one tell, I like. <laughs> I'm going to tell them straight away. I'll be like, oh, by the way, Marcus got. Yeah. No pressure. Well, thank you very much for coming on, mate. No and problem, gonna, man. It's been a pleasure. I'm, I'm going to give you the floor to plug whatever you want to plug because you're a top guy. So, um, Yeah, so I'm at Kit Manaman, Kit underscore Manaman on Insta, Twitter, and uh, what's that one that the kids use? TikTok. Um, <laughs> it sounded like an old man. And I also do have uh, my own YouTube channel, which is just Kit Manaman, uh, where just make videos about football shirts and football He's done in that serious miss service there. He makes some of the best content in the game, so. I appreciate that. Thank you. And he bangs it in goals and time, so. Yeah, man. That was fun, man. But my heart was like, shh. It's like testing yeah. my gangster. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for listening. And see you next week for the next episode. Sports Social Podcast Network.